You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Amateur Tarot Pod Cast. The only pod cast where two non-mystical hosts use the power of tarot to answer your questions. It's just, I'm, I forgot what to call it. I forgot what we call it. Yeah, do we call it Amateur Tarot Podcast, or do we, we call it Amateur Tarot Pod? I think we call it Amateur Tarot Pod, because as you said, Amateur Tarot Podcast, that sounded weird. Yeah, it sounded weird first when you said it, because you said podcast as two separate well, paragraphs. yeah, that obviously sounded weird. I just, I, I couldn't remember what we called it, and now I can't remember what we call it. <laughs> this is episode thirty-nine, and yet, perhaps we should call it the amateur name hour. Welcome to the Greatest Generation Maximum Funds podcast about Star Trek. Oh man, I would not know very much about it. <laughs> the Replicator. <laughs> That's uh. That's what they're watching, Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. But there that's but there's new over. there's a new Star Trek. I know they have an episode or a series about that too. I don't I know almost nothing about George Takei was on Star Trek and he Leonard was. Nimoy. Yes. See, and I know all the questions I need to know for like a for in, bar trivia. Yeah, exactly. For a medium difficulty bar trivia. Or as they say across the pond, pub quiz. Is that what they say? Yeah. I, I like that. So better. much cooler. It is. Oh yeah, the old pub quiz. <laughs> I like that. Cousins like pop quiz. It is kind of like pop quiz, except with ale. Yeah. Or bitter. <laughs> All right. So if you've never seen the show before, welcome. This <laughs> is about you, how If it you've goes. never seen the show before, you're like everyone else because it is a podcast. Although, Brian, funny that you should say that because uh, on November 16th, we have a live show in St. Louis. That's right. St. Louis's own STL Style House is hosting us for a live show. Yeah. It's going to be free. There's going to be beer there. Uh, and It's going to start at 7 p.m. Yeah. So come on out. You could be the first to see the podcast. All right. And for those of you who haven't seen the podcast, that other guy who was talking is Ben. Oh, we do have to introduce ourselves, don't we? Yeah. Well, that guy is Brian Dooley. Oh, okay. This is Ben Noble. Ben Xavier Noble. <laughs> uh, so on this show, we do... Mostly one thing. And, and that's talk about Harry Potter. Yes. And a secondary <laughs> function of this podcast is reading the tarot. Once we get all the Harry Potter talk out of the way, uh, we do we do a tarot reading for somebody. And there are a lot of different ways to read the tarot and a lot of different spreads. In fact, you could probably make up your own spread. Yeah. You can kind of do whatever you want. But we just do one to keep it simple. Uh, we say We say that it's for you. Because we don't want you to have to keep track of a bunch of cards while you're walking your dog or doing dishes or driving. The only Mowing three, the lawn. Yeah, the only four approved activities that you can do while listening to this podcast. But in reality, it's because uh, those other spreads are hard and we didn't take the time to learn them. Yeah, there's a reason we call ourselves amateurs. Yeah, so this spread, three cards, very simple. Uh, we flip over one, it's the past. The second card, the present. And the third card is a, a guaranteed future outcome if you follow our advice. Yeah, 100% money back guarantee. 
Yeah. So we do that. And then actually uh, a tertiary thing that we do is we provide a card of the week for everybody, you know, just a piece of advice to hop into the next week thinking about. Yeah. And just something to keep you listening to the end of the episode. Yeah. So Ben, should we jump into Queerance Corner? Let's do it. All right. Here we are in Queerance Corner. How do you like it? There's no bunk bed here this week. There's no bunk bed in Queerance Corner this week. Um, you know, we forgot to talk about it at the top of the show, but we can talk about it right now while we're in Queerance Corner. While you, you can't have ever seen the podcast before and you won't until November 16th, <laughs> you could have seen Brian Dooley, uh, reading some tarot live at, at the Grove Fest yesterday. Yeah. Grove Fest. Yesterday here in as Louis. I'm recording this. It, true. Yeah. It was, you know how sometimes podcasts know the date of when they're going to go out. Right. I don't, I know what week this is going to go out, but I don't know the date of that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it will have been like two weeks ago. Yeah. On October 6th, the Anno Domini 2617. Jeez. What year has it been? 2017. 2017. October 6th, 2017. Uh, we had a giant uh, rainstorm here in St. Louis. And then after that, I read tarot for several hours. And that's why my voice sounds like it does. And how did it go? It was wonderful. Uh, I did a lot of three card spreads, but also don't be mad at me. I did seven card spreads. Oh, I won't be mad. Uh, just don't tell the listeners. All right. You want to tell them why you're not going to be mad? Because I was the one that told you how to do that seven card spread. Uh huh. And how did you know how to do that seven card spread? I read it in a book. And you did it at a party. That too. But so. first I read it in a book. I was also, I also did a, I also did a seven card reading for my grandma on Friday night. Uh, and she was just like, you know, how do you know how to do the tarot? And you know, the answer is I worship witchcraft. Yes. I was going to say read it in a book. Obviously <laughs> lied. Didn't want her to know about my witchcraft. I learned it in Harry Potter. <laughs> Remember all those debates about how Harry Potter was devil stuff and kids couldn't read it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it turns out kids can read it just fine. Yeah. And and it's the devil. (laughs) All right. Uh, Now that we've gotten all that out of the way, do you want to jump into our three-card spread? Since we're already in Queerance Corner. To the ostensible point of the show? Yeah, I suppose. This is the thing that people came for. Ostensibly. Hey, Tad. Hey, Tad. Shout out. Name check. Uh, This week, the Queerant is Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Courtney. And Courtney asks... Well, actually, Courtney says and then asks. Can I can I interrupt you for a minute? Yep. I was in an event uh, on Thursday, mm-hmm. and there were some people speaking about. Well, I don't think the guy's ever going to listen to this. There were some folks speaking about advertising, and they did a little Q and A. And the Q and A was supposed to end at five thirty, and the the speaking started at three thirty. So, like two hours of sitting and listening is kind of the max, you know? Yeah. And so they were going to cut off questions at 5.30. And at 5.31, they were like, we'll do one more. So already everybody was like, <laughs> Then they give the mic to this guy. Everybody up to this point had been a good question asker. Mm-hmm. And then they give the mic to this guy who, he he was that guy. You know, he got out there and he was like, hi, my name's Chad. And 
I met so-and-so, you know, 20 years ago. You won't remember me. We were at this event, and I said this thing, and then you said this thing, and then I did it anyway, even though you told me not to. And anyway, you know, here are my thoughts about advertising for 15 minutes, and then, oh, here's my question, but it's really just a statement that I want you to respond to. Yeah, I just want to say something so everyone in this room knows that I'm smart and I read your book. Yeah, exactly. So then the, the guy started answering his question, and then... As if it wasn't enough that the guy's uh, non-question statement was like seven minutes long and we were already over, he decided to respond back with further statements. Oh, good, good, good. And uh, finally, finally it ended. Yeah. But it was just like, don't be that guy. If you want to ask a question, I'm not trying to get on Courtney because Courtney has one sentence statement and then a one sentence question, which is totally that, reasonable it's kind of the perfect amount because we want a question and then a little bit of follow-up information yeah, a little context but man don't be the guy who's like here's 14 paragraphs and there's not even the, my last question is mostly just up talk <laughs> <laughs> um honestly though if you need 14 paragraphs to ask us your question just go ahead and send it in i'll boil it down to a question don't worry about it yeah I'll well see that that's the problem the is this guy needed you there to boil his 14 paragraphs down to a question i would have boiled it down to it's 531 buddy it's time to go <sighs> yeah and it was really like at the end of the day his question was just one sentence Ugh. well let's find out what courtney asked all right courtney says i'm seeing my ex for the first time in five months and i'm wondering if i should get back together with him not for the question. Or should I even go see him? So it's kind of two questions, but they both are aiming at the same thing. Yeah. And look, I don't have to flip over the cars to tell you that the answer is no. Yeah. You're not going to want to do that. Look, he's it's your, been five months. He's your ex for a reason. You've got closure already. Yeah. You don't want to reopen that wound. Think about all the reasons that you guys broke up in the first place. That's all still true. He hasn't changed. People don't change. Yeah. He still doesn't pick his socks up off the floor. Yeah. He still doesn't uh, give your feet a rub. There's a lot to do with uh, podiatry in your relationship. Yeah. I have a feeling. Yeah. So he still clips his toenails <laughs> in the opportune times. That yeah. hasn't changed. Why would you do that when you meet somebody's mom for the first time? I don't know. Why did he do that? I but it was know. a totally a valid reason to break up with him. And it's, it, it's still true. It remains valid. Yeah. But... You didn't come here to listen to us give you advice. You came here to listen to us give you advice. Yeah, so let's do that. All right, uh, let's talk about the deck that we're going to use this time, because okay. the last thing Courtney wants is the actual advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben, this yeah, week we're Yeah, we're only using... 12 minutes into this, and uh, we still haven't gotten to any good advice. Well, I don't know. We gave some advice. I don't know if it was good. We're right. using the Alchemical Tarot deck this We week. are, and what I love about the Alchemical Tarot deck, 4th uh, edition by Robert M. Place or Plas, I don't know, uh, is that we've got the High Priestess. She's on the box. She's holding a book, but she's also like holding her finger up to her lips like, shh, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> I like that about it. Um, oh, man, and there's a... That's the back of the cards. Very. The back of the cards is very creepy. Uh, it's some sort of Medusa-like statue. She's holding an iguana and a bird, and there's water coming out of her nipples. And there's like... A blast of air or a rainbow coming out of her mouth. Yep. Her hair is fire, and then she has air coming out of her mouth. She has water coming out of her nipples, and she's standing on Earth. So she has all the elements. All the elements. Yeah, so I guess... And that thing that looks like the Deathly Hallows right there is all the elements, I think. Oh. Yeah, so it's it's about it's about the elements. Air, earth, wind, and fire. Um, 
And this deck is, you know, it's similar to Rider Waite decks, but not quite. Yeah. It's got a bunch of weird uh, symbols of like Mercury and and water and earth and some other ones I don't notice. The moon, I don't know. This deck is all about arcane symbols. And it's if we were better at our job, we would be able to tell you like some of the hidden meaning and the underlying meanings of all these symbols of the deck. Yep. In this, uh, you know, not that anyone cares, but... In this reading I did for my grandma, there was uh, the star and then also temperance, both of which have their feet in the water. Mm -hmm. I pointed that out to her and I said, I don't know what that means, but they're related. (laughs) (laughs) Also both major arcana cards. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Those are important. So what do you think, Courtney? That's the advice. Hmm? (laughs) All right, uh, so it's time to flip over our first card now that we're probably 15 or so minutes into this. All right, let's flip it. Flip. We've got the Queen of Wands, the Queen of Staffs on here, but it's the Queen of Wands. She kind of looks like she's holding the Olympic torch. Yeah, she's holding an Olympic torch and an old-fashioned cave torch. Yeah. And the Queen of Wands is about creativity and inspiration. She's independent, capable, and driven to succeed. Yeah, and... Courtney, if you're the queen of wands here, it's time to pursue what inspires you, not toenail guy. Chase your dreams, not toenail guy. Um, And this is your recent past, so maybe that was when you broke up with him, was yeah. when you were chasing your dreams. I like that interpretation. Uh, when you were being independent and capable. Yeah, wands are all about inspiration, passion, passion. inner fire, you know, just doing it. Yeah, and I think that in this case, the Queen of Wands definitely is you. And and you just did it. You ripped that Band-Aid right off. Five months ago. And that was good. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and flip over the present card. Flip. Ooh. The Ace of Swords. Yeah, this goes along, I think, with the advice that we were just, just kind of... Or not the advice, but the interpretation that we were just giving. Uh, you know, the Ace... Aces are all about starting anew, starting fresh, doing something else. And swords are all about cutting things free. Yeah. Not in the tarot, but in... In real life. In, like, bladed weaponry terms. Yeah, in the midi- in the Middle Ages. Yes. The, uh, when you're, like, 40 and 50, you get it. <laughs> I don't get it. In, you're in middle age. Oh. <laughs> that was so... That joke was so bad. I didn't it was get so it. bad <laughs> that I had to explain it, and yeah. then it was funny. Jokes are always funnier when you explain them. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the Ace of Swords is a new beginning for you. It's, it's, uh, it's a powerful card Yes, because you have the tool necessary to start this journey. Um, and you need to make sure that you're starting it with intent and starting it with a good frame of mind because it's a a double edged sword. And if you don't, it could come back and bite you or cut you. Or cut you. There's a snake. There's a snake on the sword, sword that also. could bite you. <laughs> Failed to mention that. Yeah. So swords, unlike unlike wands, swords are more about the mind, more about logic and, and intellect and thinking. And this ace might be some sort of like insight or sudden clarity. And now is the time to act with, you know, start over and success is going to follow. Not go back to toenail guy. Yeah. That guy, the more we talk about his toenails, the more grossed out I get. What if uh, we just edit in uh, nope, one whole nope, minute nope. of toenails? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, uns- everybody would unsubscribe. 
Yes. Our legions of lizards would unsubscribe. It's a good callback. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and flip over Courtney's future card. Flip. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't think you need us to tell you what this one is. No. Uh, this but one, we will anyway. This one's the Ten of Swords. Uh, it means that something is ending. Yeah. And it is ending definitively. Yeah, it's there's a guy and he's got five stored swords, five swords sticking into his chest. You think just five? Ten? Because maybe I, ten. I think there's actually ten of them. I think you're right. <laughs> uh, and he's bleeding out, which is much grimmer than some of the other decks where he's not bleeding out. Yeah, a lot of times you just see him in profile, but here we get a three quarters view from above, and uh, he's got a big pool of blood coming out from him. Yeah, so the ten of swords speaks to some sort of end of a journey, end of a cycle, and it's unavoidable. You're going to have yeah. to deal with it. And I think that's really the advice here is in the near future, you're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have to make it end. Uh, even if it may hurt a little bit, you don't want to deal with that guy's toenails. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as as part of the, the statement leading up to the question... I mean, I guess in, in the question part, she offers the possibility that she won't go see him. But up top, she says she's going to see him for the first time. Yeah. And like maybe a visit is maybe, in store. Yeah. And so whether whether or not you actually take that visit, you know, I'm assuming that you will and you will see him. And I'm thinking the Ten of Swords is like, this is it. You got to end this thing for real. No possibility for future getting back together. No equivocations on your part. Yeah. Um, and, and that's okay. It's going to be painful and it's going to hurt kind of cutting that option off. But in the tarot, every dark end points to a bright new beginning. Uh, the ace, it's funny that we had the ace of swords followed by the 10 of swords. Cause that is like the beginning of a journey and the end of a, a journey. Yeah. And of the same suit as well. Mm -hmm. And it, it speaks to this idea of, You've got to end something so a new thing can begin. And you've started off already as the queen of staffs. So you've started off as being really competent and really able to take care of yourself. And I think that that's something that should carry through the rest of these cards as well. Yeah, the first two cards point to you taking a positive, more inspired direction. Uh, and then the the final card speaks to ending something. But, you know, you have to end something. I said, I've said this, but you've got to end something to... To start a new thing. Right. And so if you want to keep that energy of the queen and the, the ace of swords going, you have to put some of the other things behind you that are holding you back. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I think, also interesting to note that there's no cups in this relationship reading. So it's not about emotions. It's not about being romantical or anything like that. It's very logical. It makes a lot of sense. And it's about the passions that drive you in particular. Mm-hmm. And, and using your brain for good, doing what you know to be right rather than what feels right. And, and based on, based on the ending of that question where you said, should I even go see him? You already, <laughs> you are, I, I get the feeling that you already know in your brain, you already know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It, I would say, no, don't go see him, but you're probably going to go see him. So when you do make sure that he knows and you know what it means when you walk away this time. Mm -hmm. So, so that's it. Yeah. I hope that helped Courtney. Uh, I think that it was pretty solid advice. 
I it's agree. the same advice we gave before the cards. Just the cards really made us sound smarter. Yeah, basically. But it's good because, you know, when we just give advice, we're just two idiots giving advice. But when we use the cards to give that same advice... That's the universe. Yeah, that's the universal, like, Mother Earth speaking through us to you, which gives us some uh, added credibility. Yeah, that's called witchcraft. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and jump out of Queerance Corner. Here we are. Here we are. Thank you, Courtney, for your question this week. That was awesome. Uh, should we go ahead and do a card of the week for all the other loyal listeners? You ask that as if I have the agency to say no. You can do whatever you want. We have, we both have unlimited cosmic power when we're doing this. Yeah, but we have a, we have a commitment to our listeners. Sure. I I already said that we were going to give them a card and they've been listening to the end so they could get that card. We, I compare us as hosts of this show to like Greek gods without all of the uh, sexual assault. I was going to say, we are really, really powerful here, but we're flawed. Yeah. And that's what makes us lovable. Yeah. Yeah. If we were perfect. Yeah. Then we'd just be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, let's go ahead and do a card of the week. Since it's uh, October, we're still using the zombie deck, Ben's zombie deck, which mm. I'm very covetous of. Yeah, but the thing is, I I like the deck and I like looking at it, but it's very difficult to read with. It's yeah. very silly. It's also difficult to shuffle. That uh, too. Because that card stock is card stock. Yes. I do like the deck, though. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, flip over a card from the zombie tarot. Flip. And what do we got? Well, we have the Ten of Hazards. Hazards are coins coins in this deck yes we have the ten of hazards and brian it's your turn to describe the card all right the ten of hazards has uh, a wonderful 1950s style living room with a little boy playing with a ball inside of a a train track set a beautiful full-size poodle um a woman sitting on the couch, presumably a mom and a dad sitting in his chair. And they're all just kind of in this nice fifties technicolor. And then they have two uh, house helpers. They have a, a butler or a servant that is a zombie who's giving dad a drink. And then there is also a zombie maid who is, she's not cleaning. It looks like she's giving mom pancakes. No, she's giving mom a steak. <laughs> Uh, Wait, it's the 1950s. Women can't eat steaks. Maybe she's taking it away from me. Okay. <laughs> but in any case, this is a picture of domestic bliss. Yes. And that's what the Ten of Hazards slash Ten of Coins is all about. Wealth, family, and contentment. The end of the cycle is upon us, bringing the family close and the zombies even closer. You're able to welcome them into your home as an asset instead of a problem, even if they do require nightly muzzles. Surely the other adversaries in your life seem tame by comparison. Well stated. So that's your advice for the week. Yeah. Uh, How do you think we should take that as far as narratively? Uh, I would say that, you know, it's it's not so much advice as it is kind of a state for the week, which is going to be contentment. Uh, and, and family, whatever that means to you is this is a time to kind of enjoy what you have, get together with friends and family, acknowledge that you have a lot. Yes. And, Uh, and enjoy it. 
enjoy what you have. This is not a week to like uh, necessarily be a go-getter, but a week to celebrate what you've done in the last couple weeks. Yeah, rest on your laurels for a second. Yeah, you earned it. Treat yourself. We say that a lot. We do. And I didn't make that up. No, you didn't. I stole it from Parks and Recreation. That was a television show that used to be on. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. Thanks again, Courtney. Uh, thank you to our legions of lizard listeners. We always appreciate you. Thank you to everybody that came by. Did we talk about reading at the fest? Yeah, we, yeah, did. we did. Thank you to everybody that came by at the fest. If you're a new listener now, uh, we're happy to have you. Love to have you. Uh, if you've got more questions. Please, please, please uh, get in touch with us at AmateurTarot.com or you can email us at AmateurTarotReading at gmail.com. You can also get uh, a fast reading and look at pictures of tarot cards uh, on our Twitter feed at Tarot Amateur. You can contact Ben on Twitter at Making All This Up. And Brian at Zen Iron Man, also on Twitter. And please, whatever else you do, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. It doesn't cost anything, and it helps us out a lot. Yeah, the algorithms, you know, they work yeah, in mysterious ways. But they like it when you give us five stars and then write a little message about the show. So here are some reviews that I got yesterday. Oh, great. Uh, One person told me beforehand that uh, based on our prices, I needed to be equal to or better than a tub of movie theater popcorn. (laughs) And... The rating was better than a tub of movie theater popcorn. I like that. Uh, Amateur tarot pod, better than a tub of movie theater popcorn. That's good. And then another person told me that uh, they didn't feel like they were going to walk away missing organs. So it was better than the other reading they had before I even started. How did they get that reading? Uh, They went to some weird person's house and sat on their couch with them. It it wasn't someone that they knew. And that is uh, okay. I yeah. thought you meant the reading itself was like, next week you'll lose organs. <laughs> no. It was just the scenario that they were in. Okay. A lot of people are worried that you're going to tell them they're going to die. Yeah. I So I just told them, yes. Yes. You're going to die. One day. <laughs> Unequivocally. Yes. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming out yesterday. Thanks for tuning in today. If you're still listening, thanks for listening even beyond the plugs. Yeah. You're just hoping for one of those little outtakes, but I don't think there's going to be any this week. There may not be. But maybe there will. You never know. You don't. I guess you'll have to wait until after this closing music. Bye. Bye. Since it's Shocktober, eh, I just made that up. Did you? (laughs) Yep. Okay.